<laughs> this, ah, you lost me, but I'm back. Uh, this is Dustin Zarney, it's Commissioner in a Car. Today is Tuesday, uh, November something, <laughs> November 10th, uh, the day before Veterans Day. Um, and But what was today? I'm talking to you here at night, I'm home uh, finally, and um, I'm talking to you about the absentee ballot counting has finally started in Onondaga County. Uh, we started opening ballots today, uh, about four, uh, 14 different tables opening ballots to try to start getting a dent in those 57,000 absentee ballots that we have received in Onondaga County. And boy, did we get a good day today. I'm so proud of my Onondaga County uh, staff and all the counters that were there today. We had 14 tables going, uh, and that meant two staffers at each table and three different rooms, and then watchers at each of the tables. And we got through 7,500 absentee ballots today. 7,500. And that is despite judicial uh, maneuvering by uh, a certain candidate uh, that has delayed the SD50 race and then also taken up space in our uh, Board of Elections as they looked over ballots in the SD50 race. So instead of being able to open up 20 tables like we planned to do, we could only, because we only had space for 14, we opened up 14 tables and we started plowing through the SD53rd race and we we were we were really uh, doing well, and and uh, it was pretty full rooms uh, because of COVID. Uh, things were doing really, uh, you know, people were very safe. They were wearing masks. Uh, there wasn't too many frivolous object objections. There, there was a few, um, and uh, we'll deal with those uh, after we're done counting. Uh, sometimes um, there are new election law rules and when you explain the rules to people that have been doing this for a while sometimes they don't believe you and they want to hold the ballots in objection when they know that these ballots are going to count uh, and uh, I expect that to get worse over the next few days unfortunately uh, the legal maneuverings that we have seen um, have been geared towards uh, massive objections on ballots I'm afraid um, I think we're going to see those objections coming out of Cayuga County uh, for the SD50 race. Oops. And uh, uh, and we are going to uh, probably see that here. So what is, happens when a ballot is objected? It does not mean it doesn't count. I wanted to assure you uh, that we will do everything we can at the Board of Elections to count all the votes. And I know I will do everything I can to make sure that all votes are counted. You have to remember when an absentee ballot gets to the canvassing table, the Board of Elections has already ruled that it is a valid ballot. We have already done a signature check. We have already made sure that the person was eligible to get a ballot. These are things that have already been done. So many times these campaign objections are pretty much overruled. But if uh, a uh, campaign objection is overruled and they do not like our ruling, we will then hold that ballot for uh, three days after the end of counting. So it's not three days from the time they make the objection. It's three days from the end of counting. So when we get done 
we have the ballot uh, objections, which may be sometime around Wednesday or Thursday next week if we keep up on the pace that we're doing. And um, we will make sure that we hold these ballots. And if they do not go to court and get a judge to order them to throw those ballots out, which is very unlikely, we will count those ballots and we will put them in the final count. Uh, so I don't know why sometimes we see these objections, but you know, they're part of the right of uh, election law and uh, you know, they can take a look at it. Sometimes people catch things that are uh, mistakes. Um, the Board of Elections usually, you know, is pretty good, but every now and then we might make a mistake. But that usually doesn't cost a voter their vote. Um, I sincerely believe that every vote should count. And I know um, that they are, uh, you know, that we are going to do that. You know, Mark, you have, Mark put on a question on there saying, do I think they're running, trying to run out the clock? I, I definitely think they're trying to delay the start of the absentee ballots. Uh, I think that they've been trying to do that all along. I don't know to what end. We will count these ballots. They are legally cast. And we will uh, certify this election. And we need to certify this election by November 28th. Um, we, and that's why I was so proud of my Board of Elections team today. Because they got through 7,500 ballots in the first day. And that's usually the slowest day. Because... A ballot has to be opened, canvassed, and then make it to the scanner and then scanned before the end of the day. And uh, many times, uh, those, you know, a lot of ballots that have been opened or canvassed um, don't make it to the scanner by the end of the day. So we still probably, you know, have ruled on uh, another thousand or so ballots. And, uh, and today was a slow day because people are starting to get used to it. Our staff is starting to get used to it. I really think tomorrow we're going to really make it very close to finishing SD 53, uh, which has about 20,000 absentee ballots. Um, I have to give big shout outs to both parties today. They can't, the Democrats and the Republicans that were in the room today were very well behaved. Um, and though there was some frivolous objections, uh, they, it was not massive. And um, I'm gonna hope to have some data for you on objections every day. Uh, starting tomorrow. Um, David asks, uh, do I believe the ballots for the 50th will be impounded? They already are. Uh, this is part of the court order. We already are working on impoundment. But here's the difference. I think a lot of people think, oh, you know, when they're impounded, the sheriffs come in and all of that. The Onondaga County Board of Elections already operates like we're under impoundment all the time. We have double locks on every door. Uh, that hold, holds ballots. Ballots are never operate, are never opened, or never handled without a bipartisan team in there, uh, and uh, all ballots are kept for two years. So um, you know we are already uh, operate like an impoundment. We did have a hearing with John Kako's people, who uh, uh, that hearing ended without a delay, uh, and in in I don't believe Kako's people were asking for a double delay. They, that was more about a clarification of what kind of ballots are out there. There was another uh, lawsuit, Rachel May in, uh, instigated a lawsuit again, also not asking for a delay, but asking to um, make sure that uh, the same rules that were held in the 50th were held in the 53rd. That hearing was interesting. Uh, 
but uh, it has not had any effect on our ballot counting so far. In fact, there's another hearing on Thursday, which will probably be done uh, with that race by that point. We have, um, oh, I'm breaking up, huh? Sorry, uh, I don't know why. I'm, I'm, I'm at home, so it's a little bit hard cell service. So sorry about that if I'm breaking up. We'll see if I can upload this in uh, a, a little bit more of a, a high, high density nature. So, but, um, you know, so we are, uh, oh, and a quick programming note. I'm uh, kind of busy. <laughs> since the election, uh, you know, uh, and I'm not going to be doing many of the Zoom with Zarnies for the next couple of weeks, probably until this election is satisfied or, or certified. I will be, though, doing these commissioner and cars twice a week, once on Tuesday, once on Thursday, usually when I get home from uh, counting and give you kind of an update of where things are. Thursday will be the first day that we can start opening up uh, SD50. Uh, the Senate District 50 and uh, but you know if you go to onvote.net we have all the results of all the absentee ballots that we scanned in today and uh, you can see that so far the first 7,500 that we got these ballots are acting a lot like a lot early voting ballots as opposed to election day ballots which means there's a heavy uh, tint uh, to it a democratic lean now the areas of the county that we counted were a little mixed today. It wasn't just the city of Syracuse. We had rural areas like Fabius, Pompey, Tully. Um, we had uh, Lafayette, uh, Cicero, Salina, uh, and then uh, a lot of the city of Syracuse, about two thirds of the city of Syracuse. Not everything has been counted. We are looking at releasing a report tomorrow, which will kind of tell us which election districts actually made it to the scanner um, so we can give a little bit more information uh, at the end of each night about what areas of the county need to be done uh, and finally uh, I, uh, I I hope that you're being safe um, COVID is on the rise again in our community it is uh, we are expecting a huge case number tomorrow. Onondaga County already uh, announced it. And uh, that case number, uh, it means that our community is going into the yellow zone, which means less opportunities uh, to be active, less opportunities to be normal. And um, we are it, we are in... Uh, in a, in a bad shape here in Onondaga County. So we need to do our part, wear your mask, stay safe, stay socially distant. And if you can, stay uh, home uh, because this will help us fight this spread and maybe, maybe we can avoid another shutdown. And you know what, I already said finally, but I cannot leave this uh, podcast, video, whatever, without acknowledging that we have elected the next president of the United States in Joe Biden. Uh, th that was this weekend. I, uh, I uh, did not uh, have a podcast since then. So um, I'm just so, so excited by the prospect of uh, President Joe Biden and Vice President Kamala Harris, but also, you know, the ending of uh, this presidency that many of us feel have been, has been so harmful to our nation. Um, 
look, I know it's scary out there. I know it's still scary that he's not, um, he's not conceding the election. But let me tell you something. It doesn't matter if he concedes the election. What matters is when the electors vote on December 12th. And what matters is the states will certify these elections and seat the electors that are Joe Biden's electors, and they will vote to make him the next president of the United States. I'm against the Electoral College. I hate it. But Joe Biden has won it. And he's also won a huge um, margin of victory, at least five, four to five million right now, and we're still counting votes. Uh, <coughs> and let's face it, four years ago, if we told you that the next Democratic nominee would win over 51% uh, of the vote, would have a vote margin of at least 5 million votes, would have an electoral college victory of over 300 uh, votes, hold on to the House uh, that's Democratic, and have a fighting shot at a Senate majority with the two open Georgia seats, we would have been happy. We would have been ecstatic. If the... He flipped five Trump states, Michigan, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, Georgia, and Arizona have flipped blue. This is a substantial win, and I know many people were worried about that on election night. I was worried about that on election night. Um, and uh, so I'm really glad that the mail-in ballots have come in. And I think this is going to be a little bit of a lesson. We'll see what the mail-in ballots look as we come through on Onondaga County. But if the mail-in ballots still continue to look like the early voting ballots, I think the media and us as uh, voters have to realize that when we have election night, that is not the populace that is making those choices. Those are only the populace that made those choices on election night. So it would be wrong to just take the early vote and assume somebody's going to win. It would be wrong to just take election night and early vote and assume who's going to win. You have to wait for these mail-in ballots to come in because they are legally cast and properly cast. And they are votes of your fellow citizens. So count all the votes. That's my motto. That's what I will stay with. And if, uh, uh, and if we count all the votes, then we'll know who the winners are and we will have a good sense of who... Uh, are our leaders. So keep looking at onvote.net. We'll do an update every day at four o'clock and then another update right before we leave uh, at the end of the night after all the ballots are scanned before, uh, you know, at the end of the night. So keep in. I'm hoping we'll have a big update for you tomorrow. And if so, then we will uh, really get a good idea. If SD53 gets done, we'll really get a good idea of how a lot of races are going to look, including the races that, like, state Supreme Court. Rory McMahon picked up 4,600 votes in Onondaga County alone. He may be on his way to overtaking uh, Michael Young in the Supreme Court race, especially mm -hmm. when you take mm -hmm. into account the other uh, counties. Um, you, you may... Uh, Christy DeJoseph picked up 3,200 votes for the family court race. She could close that gap as well. Al Sturpey, in, in a, only a small part of his district that was counted today, picked up 500 votes. He was down 1,000 on election night. So, um, and uh, Dana Balter picked up about 4,000 votes. It's going to be harder for her to, to catch up, 
but uh, definitely uh, she's gonna uh, you know close that gap a little bit and and we may see a different story of what uh, Kako's win on election night he did win but was it a resounding win I don't know um, and then finally uh, uh, you, I think you gotta really take a look at um, well Rachel May has uh, pulled way ahead um, uh, and uh, uh, and so that is uh, really interesting so um, you know that that race looks like you know if we can get all those votes counted in tomorrow we will know a winner of that race uh, despite what's going on in Oneida and Madison County because on a dog is where all the votes are um, or where a lot of the votes are so we I really am like a kid in a candy shop right now because uh, I usually wait for one election day uh, just a few years ago I had one election day uh, to get all these totals well now I have nine early voting days where I at least get to see the registrations of the people who uh, put it out I get election day where I get some vote totals and now on absentee ballot counting I'm getting another seven or eight uh, election days uh, Unfortunately, those election days come with court problems. <laughs> so hopefully um, the court problems will be less, but I doubt that. Um, but we're going to keep fighting for you and uh, make sure all these votes count. So thank you very much. Go out there. Be safe. And uh, uh, next Thursday, I'll do another uh, 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 Commissioner Carl. Oh, David, David uh, Harding is saying he needs a quick question. What is your question, David? I think he's typing it. But... Uh, uh, when the question comes up, I'll answer it. Um, but, uh, yeah, so uh, we will continue counting all week, 9 to 4. We're counting tomorrow. It's a holiday, but we're counting on Saturday. Uh, we're not counting on Sunday. I'm giving my people a little day off. And then uh, we'll be back at it next week. Um, David, can they pass a law in New York State that allows absentees to be counted as they come in? They absolutely can. I'm not sure it can be done before the amendment is passed, though, and that's a good um, question. So we have a New York State uh, Constitution that requires an excuse for absentee voting, uh, and uh, that means that we can't count those absentees until after Election Day because those ballots are... Um, anybody can go to a vote on Election Day uh, and... Uh, uh, and, and get that uh, done, um, you know, and then we would pull that ballot. Uh, so what I've thought about is that maybe we should think about revamping the early voting law uh, and have a early vote by mail as well as an early vote in person. Uh, and that might resolve this. However, what will really resolve it is the amendment to the Constitution that can be passed next year and get it done. Uh, New York State Legislature get this thing on the ballot and then we get to vote on it that removes the excuse portion of the absentees and then in 2022 we can have full mail-in balloting uh, like many other states are I'm not talking about mailing in a ballot to everybody in, in the in the state I don't think we're ready yet but we could have a no excuse based absentee system that allows us to count those ballots as they come in push the voter history to our electronic poll books and then on election day and early voting if you've already voted by absentee you won't be allowed to vote just like if you already voted early you won't be allowed to vote on election day we have the technology we can do it and we should do it uh and mark asked if we had tomorrow off for veterans day 
I haven't had Veterans Day off in eight years. <laughs> it, I just won't. Uh, it, uh, it's a holiday that we have to work through because we have to make that November 28th deadline to certify this election, and especially this year, with 57,000 absentees to count. Um, we just need to get it done. So uh, I'm very hopeful that, um, that uh, we will get done by the middle of next week, then finish up a lot of the stuff that we have to do uh, to be able to certify this election on November 28th. So stay tuned. Uh, we're going to uh, keep you informed every Tuesday and Thursday on Commissioner in the Car, uh, and they'll be later at night instead of uh, in the middle of the day. All right. Talk to you later. Oh, i got one more question. Okay, how does the Rennie campaign keep giving the Board of Elections a hard time in counting the ballots for their election? What's their reasoning? I don't know what their reasoning is. I'm not going to posit on what their reasoning is. Their request is that they wanted to review all 37,000 absentee ballots, all the applications to those ballots, all the voter registrations to those ballots, all the voter dumps for those ballots um, before we started counting. It was an onerous and ridiculous request. Um, it should have been happening all along. They've had that data. Uh, I made that argument in court. It's on the record uh, that they've had that data since uh, the middle of September. They could have asked for any of this information. They knew that 37,000 absentees were uh, part of the record. Um, however, we have made accommodations. Uh, the Board of Elections has devoted staff that worked overtime this weekend to help them review the ballots. Uh, more staff was brought in each and every day. Uh, extra copiers were shipped over by the county executive. Very nice of him. Uh, and to help with the uh, uh, with with the count, uh, we've had uh, you know uh, people working with them every day. They haven't, you know, they they haven't had a lot of people there the last couple of days. Uh, only a five or six. I, I thought this was a uh, a, a big priority, but uh, apparently not. But the judge has said that the count will start on Thursday for SD50. It is a judge's order, and we will start opening ballots on SD50. Uh, or else I got to go to jail, and I don't want to go to jail. I like, I, I, like being, I like my freedom. But we will um, continue to count these votes uh, and try to give uh, finality to this election. So now I am going to end it because I want to go back inside, uh, see my family for a little while, and they've been incredible through this entire crazy year and there's a lot another month to go before we're done with this um but i could not have done it without uh the support of my family and all of you so thank you for tuning in i'll do another one on thursday and in the meantime count all the votes all right bye-bye